back to In Your Business. This segment, we're going to be talking about responsibility and touching on what that means for our community partners, what that means for us and the city that we live in, how that can interact with students and our community leaders. Today, we have Cooper Kais from Skills USA. Woohoo, yeah. <laughs> and Joanne Bear from the city of Dinuba's Fire Department. Hey, everyone. We're just going to get into it. Joanne, tell me a little bit about your role in the fire department and kind of some updates on what you guys have going on. So I came to work with Dinuba City Fire Department about a year ago. I'm very excited to be here. Some of my roles within the fire department were all hazards, so we encompass a lot of everything. Myself, I work in our prevention bureau area and also with investigations. So with the prevention, we get access and we look at the different fire and life safety items that are covered with codes, within ordinances, and just to make sure that we're able to keep the public safe and everybody operating safely. That's amazing. And she's being super modest right now, but it's my understanding that you are the first female battalion chief in Dinuba. Is that correct? I am. I believe I'm also the only female in the area as a battalion chief. So I think that's even cooler so yay. It's <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> it, it's been a wonderful opportunity here in Dinuba. And we get to work with you. You are a member of the LNTC class, the Leadership Northern Tulare County class. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So being here in Dinuba, I wanted to get more involved with the community. And part of that was joining Leadership Northern Tulare County. And we've been working for the last three or four months and are gearing up for the Seco de Mayo event coming up in May. <laughs> Cooper, a little bit about events and working events. What do you think about that? Yes, I find working events absolutely delightful. I've worked a bajillion community service events within Skills USA, also for the Dynamo Chamber of Commerce, mainly for the fun of it. And we just enjoy doing it, really. It's been an issue trying to get more students involved recently. For the most part, we're getting there. We're building back up since COVID. Yeah, I do think that since COVID, a lot of the service groups and We've seen it. The volunteerism has dropped. Getting people engaged and getting back out there is certainly challenging right now. But when we talk about responsibility, but yeah, we're responsible for up- upholding some of these great events that have been around. I think the Cinco de Mayo has been around quite some time. So we've, 20 years, if not more. Yeah, it's a legacy event for sure. And the Raisin Day Festival, that one's been around since the early 1900s. You can imagine that. That's crazy. Same. Yeah, that's crazy. So can you imagine the series of volunteers that have kept that running over the years? That's pretty incredible. With Leadership Tulare County, what are some of the things that you guys are working on? So we are working on setting up for the event. We have a great group of seven people that are involved in this year's Leadership Northern Tulare County. We are looking at starting up with getting organized on the parade for Cinco de Mayo, which is always a fun thing to start with on that Saturday morning. We're also looking at different areas within entertainment that we can shake it up and add some different spice to it. With that, we have are looking at maybe doing a battle of the bands within the event. That's cool. Also making sure that we include our Cinco de Mayo queen and her court and those who have tried out or participated in the pageant. 
And also just looking at our younger generation, trying to get them more involved in the event and have a piece of it. That's really cool. So speaking of the younger generation, Coop, that brings us back to you. Yay. (laughs) You guys have regional competitions coming up this Saturday. We do, yes. For 11th, we have the CSI interview competition and also the criminal justice competition. And right now it is about buildup and we're trying to get like all these people together and we have to like work through it. We have to set, talk about our talking points. We have to actually assume what they're going to ask us because like in most interviews, you don't always know what they're going to ask, but you have a general idea. Actually, today we met with a officer whose name has left me, <laughs> but he was a really nice guy. I actually really enjoyed talking to him and he helped us through so many like questions and he's also helped me with fixing what i need to say yeah that was sro gonzalez that that met with you guys early today and he took a lot of time with the students he's from the dinuba police department and he sat down with the dinuba high school students today to do a mock job interview so if they were preparing for a job interview for the police department some of the questions that they might ask yeah yeah he was really helpful like it was like so weirdly enough, some of the questions that he asked us were ones that we thought about and we had the answers to. And I was surprised by how some of us just quickly answered that early in the morning. Like we were all like, oh, we have the answers here and there. We got this. Yeah. And it was great. But you already had your coffee. So oh yeah. <laughs> so at that point, you were good to go. Um, no, it is really nice to see the different departments and our community working with our student groups. I know that you guys at the fire department, Joanne, you guys take interns with the EMS department. We that. do. We have the fire class ROP that meets over at the station in the afternoon. And then we have the medical pathway that works ROP within our ambulance services. And then we also have our Explorer program that's been getting up and going. Yeah, I think that's incredible because when we talk about there really are jobs available in communities and we talk a lot of times there's there's no place for us to work but it's not that there aren't jobs available but sometimes we don't have the skilled workers for those jobs so the pathway programs through the high school are incredible so we have the the hosa department they prepare and we have ffa we have skills usa that has a million different pathways in it oh yeah it's insane yeah it's crazy and so when the kids have these connections with our industry partners like you guys it's really nice that they have some hands-on training and they can more about what they want to do when they're picking their jobs out. Like I just, sometimes I still don't even know what I want to be when I grow up. So there's a lot of pressure on these students for sure. Cooper, I'm sure you feel that. Oh yeah. No, my parents are like over my shoulder 24 seven. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked. So. Definitely having those programs open up the eyes of students to know there's more than just fighting the fire or responding on ambulance there's prevention and investigation there's so many boundaries within it or unlimited boundaries within the fire service alone it gives them an opportunity to see what else is within the field yeah for sure and then cooper later on in the program we're going to have marinella from cset and i know that you just finished up an internship with cset yes i did and so we talk about like internships and then responsibility of students to try to hone in on what it is that they want to do and really take the reins of their education. Can you tell us a little bit about how that internship helped you? I think that my internship, first of all, my internship with Hashtag Lead was a CSET marketing internship. That means that I did a lot of their marketing material, social media, 
to like Facebook and Instagram, and I made a lot of their posters. I even got as far to make two logos. One of them was complete follow through, so hashtag grow got its logo through and through, and then hashtag lead. I had to send it over to Elisa, and she had it edited, and then it came through, and that was great. And I think it really helped because, like, where I want to go down is I want to be, like, I want to go into marketing. I want to make graphics. I want to get into graphic design. Those things are very important to me. So I want to go as far as to do that. But I think that students have these options here, specifically juniors and seniors with hashtag lead, to go in there and then get their work experience, specifically because the work experience allows them to do multiple community partners within hashtag lead that will help with... So say if you want to work in the like law, DEA, you can work with DEA. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And you, or you could work with hospitals if you want to go to med. And I think those are like really great options for someone who wants to do something like that. Job exploration is so important for all of us, I think. And not only that, but I think that one of the things that you guys are doing through Leadership Tulare County is that you guys go and visit organizations so you get hands-on experience to see what these organizations are doing the tours. And I think that's super helpful. Yeah, it's been very educational over the last couple months. We've been able to tour specific work groups like local government. We spoke with our local local government here in Dinuba City and those who work for the city about what their jobs are and what they do and how they impact the different structures. We also went out and spoke with some of the county government officials, learned a little bit more about our homeless and what they're doing to assist that gen- that population. We've been able to, we have a few more coming up dealing with agri- agriculture, and we're also taking a trip up to Sacramento at the Capitol to meet with our legislators to learn a little bit more of what's going on and happening in government. And that's your neck of the woods, so I'm sure you can uh, show everybody around Sacramento area and you'll have yeah. a good time. <laughs> we have some plans already, some of the memorials and then also visiting downtown and learning some of the rich history California has. Yeah, I yeah. still need to visit Sacramento. I haven't gone to that part yet. Yeah, Sacramento is great. You'll really enjoy that. You've got LA coming up for Skills USA. Yes. And then hopefully nationals after that. So you guys have a lot going on too. Yes, with competitions, we are extremely busy right now. We have, so if we make it to state, we go to, it's somewhere in LA, I can't remember the exact area, and Ontario, man, no, a different Ontario, and that's what's messing me up. (laughs) And we, after that, if we make it to nationals, we go to Atlanta, Georgia, which I haven't been there in forever. Yeah, and I've heard a rumor that you might be getting a volunteer award for nationals this year. Yeah, I think I'm at like a natural, like, advantage when it comes to having a lot of volunteer hours mainly because of commitment and sticking true to doing all the community service events that i've been doing and i when i saw that there was an award in skills usa i was like oh this finally pays out so i was like let me just grab this real quick yeah that's pretty great so that's all we have this week it's kind of a short episode because we've got annual banquet which we're really excited about sponsored by valley strong credit union And we have World Ag next week. So if you guys are at the World Ag Center, make sure you stop by the International Business Center and say hi. Or stop by the Sequoia Tourism booth and learn more about the big trees and our surrounding area. We can't wait to meet you. So we'll see you there.